0: Hey, friends. Welcome to Because She Chose. If you're a busy mom desiring consistency and growth in your relationship with God, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Camille McIntyre. In this show, we'll discover practical tips, find helpful resources, and interview amazing women as they share their stories on growing in their relationship with God. Thanks for joining in and listening. Welcome back to the Because She Chose podcast with me, your host, Camille McIntyre. I was Thinking about my podcast last week and several ladies had just told me that me speaking of my background and my story really spoke to them. It spoke to them because it impacted them, just like different women's stories have impacted me. You know, you would never believe such circumstances about people just by looking at them, how they rise above the hard things in their lives that life has dealt them. And there are many things that I've learned from each person's story in my life. So many beautiful women God has brought into my life. I love sharing these women's stories. And I've learned that godly character traits in so many of them that God has brought them into my life to teach me things. Every one of them can be inspired. Every one of you can be inspired by anyone's stories, really. I can relate to them because of their struggle with similar issues. These women, they've taught me how to make wise choices that could really lead to change. And I look back on some of these women who have impacted me, even as a teenager. You know, as I mentioned last week, my teen years were very, very difficult. You know, my father was undiagnosed with mental illness, not until very late in his life. And at the age of 19, I began pushing back on his unrealistic demands and rigid rules. I just was not, you know, that party girl type. I was kind of a goody two shoes and I was trying to grow my faith as I attended church and I dated very nice young Christian men. I stayed in tight circles of friends and they all helped me to stay on the straight and narrow. I was never that girl, but... My father was not in agreement because he was not well. He wasn't in agreement with any of my choices. And even though they were good ones according to Christian values, it didn't matter. It was really a matter of control. And he wanted to dictate who, what, where, when, pretty much everything, including the trajectory of my life. I really didn't know what I wanted to do when I went to college. And he kind of put his foot down and said, well, this is what you're going to do. And he put me in college um, here on Staten Island. And they said that you would go into the medical field. And I knew it wasn't my heart. I already knew that God had me on a path that I just didn't know about yet. So like I said, at the age of 19... He gave me this ultimatum and he said either I was to adhere to his strict rules and not attend my church or maintain these relationships and friendships, even with my then boyfriend who would become my husband years later, I knew, I knew deep down in my heart that God had a plan. So I made this really difficult decision that I knew I would literally die if I was to stay home. I would become a prisoner in my own house. I made that hard choice and I left and I really had nowhere to go. (laughs) Nowhere. I had no job. I had no real work experience. And my first year of college, like I said, was barely completed, but God, he brought women into my life that came to my aid. There was one, uh, my mother's best friend and she was her prayer partner And she lived only a block away from us, and she gave me a place to stay for a couple of weeks so I could figure out my next move. And from there, there was another wonderful woman who helped me. She was a good Christian friend from our church, and she had a place that I could stay for another couple of weeks. And then I crashed at my sister's place for a bit, and then my pastor's wife had me stay in their home until I was able to get on my own two feet. You see, It was a series of amazing women who helped me. You know, these untold stories, you know, so many women in the Bible have these untold stories too. You don't know the names of those women, but I do. I know each and every one of their stories. And I love the fact that the Bible has these untold stories of women. You really don't know much about them. And, you know, you get to dig deeper into their backgrounds to see what part they had to play so that they were even mentioned in the scriptures. And the scriptures have greater meaning to me because of it. You know, all my life I had been told by many, many pastors and prophets and prophetic people that my life, God always spoke to them that I had similarities with the story of Joseph in Genesis in the Bible. And I love his story. If you've never seen um, the movie, it's a DreamWorks movie called Joseph, King of Dreams. You have to go watch it. I remember watching it for the first time with my children. It makes me cry every single time. <laughs> every time. I remember seeing it for the first time with them, and they said, Mommy, why would you make us watch this movie? I remember my daughter crying. It's just a favorite. I love it because it's Joseph's story of him being sold into slavery by his half brothers. They turn their backs on him and they're jealous of him that he's the only son of the favorite wife, his father's favorite wife. He is the favored one. They called him a miracle child. God gave him gifts of dream interpretation, revelation came directly from the hand of God and he. Dreamt of the future. He dreamt of a future that his brothers hated him for it. And after being sold into slavery by his own brothers into the Egyptian ruler's home, Potiphar's wife accuses him of trying to have his way with her, and then he's sent to prison. And while he's in prison, he interprets this dream of two of the prisoners. One, he meets his untimely death at Pharaoh's hand, and the other is brought back into Pharaoh's service. He was right. But as Joseph waits for seemingly years now for God to remember him while he was in his prison, God finally brings about the moment that he's to interpret the dream that Pharaoh is being plagued by, and Joseph correctly interprets it, and there's going to be coming a great famine. But Pharaoh rewards Joseph by giving him the place that's in charge, second only to Pharaoh himself, and he enacts this plan to survive the coming famine. And then he's given a wife, Asenath, whose name actually means gift. And then she bears two strong sons to Joseph, Manasseh and Ephraim. And in the end, Joseph is reunited with his brothers and father. He forgives them because he saves many nations. So I love the idea that Joseph's sons, the firstborn, his name is Manasseh. And it says in Genesis 41, verses 51 and 52, for he says, God has made me forget all my hardship and all my father's house. The name of that second son was Ephraim. And then he says, God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. I love that he names his two sons, these beautiful meanings. I love that Asenath, we have no idea really much about her, that she's just given to him as a wife by Pharaoh. And it says that she was the witness to what Pharaoh had decreed. And she was probably the closest person to Joseph. She bore his children. It is possible that she might have even come to know God, although the Bible really doesn't say so, but I'd like to think so. I like to read between the lines of the story. You know, And I tell you all of this, all of this amazing story about Joseph, because God in his infinite wisdom, he knows exactly how to weave a story together, doesn't he? This epic story of family, friends, broken relationships, restored relationships. These things really just come to life off the page, don't they? And I look at my own life and I can't help but think about all the incredible women that God placed in my life when I was down and out. And I remember them, even though no one really knew them or will ever know them, but I know them. I know that they helped me and I honor them here. There was a time where I questioned God just as certainly as Joseph did on why he had to endure such horrors. Why was he thrown in a prison? Why was he left in a pit by his brothers? Why was he sold into slavery, right? And then he's falsely accused by Potiphar's wife and all the things abandoned, seemingly forgotten. But after all he endured, he was raised and put in a place of honor at the right time God always had in mind, not only for his benefit, but for the benefit of entire families and nations even. And I really do see myself in the story of Joseph. I know the joy of a gift of an asnath. I love the chance to make change and redirect my life. In the same way Joseph's story ends with what he says to his brothers, I can definitely say the same thing. Genesis 50, 20 and 21 says, You intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many people. No, don't be afraid. I will take care of you and your children. So he reassured them by speaking kindly to them. (laughs) I realized God really does know better than I. You know, I told you the story last week that in the end I wound up being able to reunite with my father and then years later just came to a place where I, knew I needed to forgive him. And only God could give me that that kind of forgiveness in my heart and love for a man that really didn't deserve it. You know, are you there? Are you in that kind of a place? Are you questioning God and asking him, what are you testing me? Do you even see me, God? Do you even know what I'm going through? I learned a really hard lesson, many, many hard lessons of putting my trust and my faith in him, even when I couldn't see why the why i had to let go of the need to know why so i'm asking you this friend and sister can you place your trust in a god that cares enough so much to tell the story thousands of years ago of women that probably will remain nameless can you put your faith and trust in him trust in this god that really does know better i'm going to be praying for you as you do be blessed my sisters thanks so much for joining me today on this episode of because she chose i hope you found some encouragement and help to find time to grow in your faith let me know if today's episode resonated with you and send me a message on instagram at camille underscore mcintyre or at because she chose also on my facebook business page camille mcintyre If you are loving what you are hearing, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave me a review and rating. Until next time, take care.